Hello, hello. Hey there. Hi, sailor. <laughs> dock loader. <laughs> My humble dock worker. Wharf hand. The beautiful longshoreman. Yes, wonderful. That's the best. Why don't they say longshoreman anymore? I think they do on the West Coast. I think you're headed towards them. I'm heading dead, dead straight, straight for the, the yeah. Longshoreman country. <laughs> That's what they call it. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to another amazing episode of FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And you stepped right in it, folks, because it's a service industry podcast. Hell yeah. So you got it all over your shoes now. Oh, yeah. Your shoes, your, your fit. You got egg on your face. You got egg on your face. Don't try to wash it off. Just sit with it. Mm-hmm. So... You're dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Lillian is just back from uh, a week on the a whirlwind week on the Cape. Yeah. How was it? It was. Um, <laughs> it was fine. You know, beautiful, beautiful country out there uh, on the Cape, um, down the Cape, as they say. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a family heavy. Yeah. You know, my my stepmom's family has a house in Woods Hole, so we were there, which is gorgeous. But it's like. You know, after this past year, and then also just in general, family's a lot. It's a lot. It's, one would say too much. One might say that. I did. I did too now. <laughs> I am saying it on the record. Um, I mean, God bless them all. But um, one, I will say, I went into some incredible surviving dive bars. Yes. Which I think is, I don't know, I think we're on the same page about that's really what one misses the most. Of course, in this in this, in this fair city. Yes. Um, and it's just, you know, it's great because they were the kind of places where I, like, I was uncomfortable. That's how dive bar they were. Which is, like, truly a real sign. Yeah. Of, like, I walked in and it was, like, literal head turn. Yeah. Men drinking pints of liquor at 11, 12 Mm -hmm. o'clock. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that, like truly like low vibrational psychic energy in a way (laughs) that's like, this place is so cursed. And I mean that in the literal sense. So it's like that kind of dive bar where you can only spend about 20, 25 minutes in until you're like, I'm, it's seeping into me. Yes. And yeah. But it's great. For Mm -hmm. those 25 minutes, you're on top of the world. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was really fun. That's still a lot. That culture is still alive. Yeah. In some parts. That's of wonderful. This. What was the band that you saw? Oh, we saw. <clears throat> there was one bar open near my parents' place. Mm-hmm. Literally, every place closes at eight o'clock. <laughs> As Which it should. I, I guess so. COVID rules. I'm like, okay, but I need a drink. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, why would you want to drink after eight? I really? mean. Jesus Christ. I'm like, maybe I'll just send you a transcript of the conversation I had with my family today, and then you'll open the bar back up. <laughs> Anyways, they, um, so we went to the one place that's open, which is Grumpy's, uh, in Falmouth, Massachusetts. Little do we know, a $5 cover, you get to see a great band at Grumpy's. So I went with my brother-in-law, my sister, and my boyfriend, and it was just, um, this band called Nine Ball. Wow. Was playing. For five bucks, that's a hell of a deal. It truly was. And everybody in the bar, I mean, I had to go in there being like, listen, I'm actually like kind of hot in New York City. (laughs) I know here, it's not translating. But what you see right now is actually... Considered. Considered in where I come from. In my culture. (laughs) 
in my culture. It was just a bunch of like probably mostly under 21 college kids wearing like very specific thought the the girls anyways these outfits that were like no this is what this is really cool and obviously it was not what was it reader it was not you know like um like a braid like a i don't know like a nylon choker and then like a tank top over a different shirt like low pants big belt like yeah which i know is like kind but it wasn't like obviously nailing that look right it wasn't like referential to y2k no 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 no. this was like you know a a kid who's maybe doing a little a summer internship at the wood woods hole oceanographic institute going out to grumpy we all we all know what that means you guys get it that's painting a picture anyways but bless their hearts they were very they were having the time of their lives and i was too because nine ball Really did it for me. Killed it. Thank okay. God they were a cover band. I don't know what they would have sounded like, but <laughs> original. But um, great time. Having some Narragansetts. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, and then also before I swing it back to you, I... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. This is just a quick... Just to kind of give you all... And I, I just... I mostly say these things to make everyone else feel a little bit better about themselves. I hope through my embarrassment, I can, you know, bring you some sort of... I don't know, a balm, peace. some yeah. sort of peace. But real quickly, I um, one of my first mornings I woke up at my boyfriend's parents' house. They have carpet. Mm-hmm. Not used to it. Not used to really being anywhere except my own apartment, really. I'm wearing socks. I have a full bowl of cereal in my hand. I'm kind of careening down these stairs. Can't wait to kind of have a couple more bites of my life cereal on scale milk. And... When I say I slip down every single stair on the stairwell, yeah. I mean it. Milk sprayed across the walls. Yeah. Cereal everywhere. On carpet. Yeah. The cats are going crazy. The cats are staring at me like my maniac, yeah. as they should. Got a rug burn on my back. It's not great. Okay, it hurt. Cut to literally three day- two days later, wake up in my in my dad's place. Hardwood floor. No, Lillian. I'm wearing slippers this time because I say... No, Lillian. Because I fell down the stairs a second time. And this time, I fucking hurt myself real bad. And I bruised my rib, I think. Maybe Maybe I broke it. Who knows? So... Let's say it's psychological, which it probably is. But I think it's also like... I don't... We've been, we're not, my feet aren't used to different stairs. Do you know what I mean? I do. Literally like these different environments after being in one environment. I mean, there's definitely something else going on because it's like the craziest thing in the world is to fall down the stairs twice when I've never fallen down the stairs in my life. Sober. That is out of control. I didn't know about fall number two. The second fall I kept a secret from you. I did not know. <laughs> I am, yeah, there is something, this is like when Betty would like take her hands off the wheel, mm-hmm. you know, and the psychiatrist called Don. Yeah. Someone needs to be calling Ted. I know. And saying. Yeah, it's really. Get her a burping. <laughs> <laughs> Falling down the stairs, and when you fall down the stairs, it's like when you're in a car crash. I don't know if you've been in one, but you have the time to realize that you're that this is happening to you, and it's so stupid. Yes. And I, while it was happening, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yes. So embarrassing. 
Good Lord. Yeah. Anyways, so I don't know if anyone else has had this experience of not being able to, um, I don't know, go down some stairs without injuring yourself, but please let me know. Um, and I hope that you take this information and I don't know, use it wisely. Take it to heart. Snacks' newest release, Changeling, arrives July 9th on Relief Map Records. Kathy Snacks is the solo project of Boston-based musician Kathleen Mahoney, and her spooky synth pop is evocative of Julie Cruz, The Magnetic Fields, and Molly Nilsson. Changeling and its B-side, On a Winter's Day, were recorded and produced by Caulfield Schnug of Sweeping Promises, and is the follow-up to her 2018 debut EP. Pre-order the pearly white 7-inch vinyl on kathysnacks.bandcamp.com and stream the first track right now on Bandcamp and Spotify. Anyways, okay, it's a full 10 minutes about my stupid life. Um, how are you? What's going on? Slash... I would love to hear a service story. <laughs> <laughs> give it, give it, give it all to me. Um, I'm great. Okay. I'm, I'm uh, in the process of moving. Okay. Um, which is moving is is always expensive, but um, I also have to like I I had moving trauma last year, which sure. I think I alluded to on this podcast, and I got rid of at least 60% of my possessions, including basically all my furniture. Yeah. Because I was like, I will never, it was truly like, a, it broke me a little bit. And I was like, I will never, I will never live in a building again. Like I just, I don't know. I, I went through it. And yep. so I'm just literally have to buy just like, truly like a couch, yeah, rugs, a bar cart. Uh huh. Like so much stuff, which so moving itself is expensive, and I'm truly just like buy it, buy it, buy it. But then I'm getting in the mindset of like I'm spending so much money that I, I'm that it no longer has meaning. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. Oh, great. <laughs> um, when I'm completely destitute by. No, no, no. August one. We won't let that happen. Um, but but it's a lot of fun, and also it's you get to do the fun thing of like, it's fun decorating a house yeah. and, and doing all That's that That's the stuff. best. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anywho, um, my service story. Well, I will say, I don't know if it's cancer season coming raring in, but the mood was incredibly bizarre this weekend. I'm glad that you said that. Cause I contributed to that as a patron and we can talk <laughs> about that later. Absolutely. But... <laughs> Absolutely yeah. Um, no, it was just like such a so like wires crossed kind of situation or what? A little bit of some some wires crossed, but mostly just like people the wires that were crossing is people attempting to communicate and yep. stumbling. Yeah. Yeah. Stumbling in the communication. Yes, exactly. Um which is fine. Um but it truly I was like also one of my coworkers like called out of work in such an insane way, um, which I'll tell you about later. Um, but my service story, because I just thought it was so funny is, so I worked on father's day on Sundays. I just work from open to close. Yeah. Um, so it's always like a bit of a, and 
the other woman I work with, she also does too. And it's just the two of us. And so it's always like a bit of a kooky time because we get really like stir crazy yeah. by the end. Um, it was Father's Day. We have a lot of where I am in Prospect Heights. It's a lot of like young families. Yeah. And, and a lot of real sweeties. And we have a lot of great babies. Baby regulars. Okay, sure. Um, Sounds illegal, but... <laughs> and one who I have literally known since he was in utero. Wow. Last as much year. as one can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's so cute and perfect and just such a, like, truly f- big, Aww, fat baby. The best. And, um, and I think I've even talked about his parents on this podcast before because last year, it's like this Australian guy who's, like, really hard partying, like, truly like martini at 11 in the morning whoa um you know just like and like we'll order two drinks because he's like we got the baby we never know when we're gonna have we gotta just give me two beers and all god bless okay um and his wife is like super chill and at first like i remember last year being like because he would like come to the bar she was pregnant and i was like this is like borderline abusive like i was like what's Mm. her deal what's going on and now that she's like not pregnant she can cut loose a little more and and I know her a little better. And she's just like, she's like not reserved at all, but she just doesn't feel the need to talk, which okay. to me is like a foreign, yeah, completely. But um, they came in, you know, having Father's Day drinks. And uh, and I was like, I'm going to give you guys our little like F and F discount. Because I was like, oh, cute. We love you guys. I've known this little guy. Yeah. His whole entire life. I was like, we, you know, this is great. That's sweet. And the dad, he's Australian. He was like, oh, yeah. He's like, well, you guys were definitely involved in his conception. No. And his wife just was like, oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. Oh, my. Immediately. God. No embarrassment. She was like, oh, for sure. It's like, you guys are fucking insane. I was like, that comment alone is worth 15% off. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That is so funny. I was dying When people like know, conception dates are so. I was dying laughing. I was like, that is so funny. And truly like that is his wife's, it was so illustrative of her character. Like she's just like immediately like, yeah, true. yeah, yeah, and that's what makes them work. Oh. You got to find someone who's okay with, you know. It's so funny. That's really funny. So funny. Truly adore them. I'm sure they love you. Um, so many good. We also have a dad who they had their first non non baby outing at the bar uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago, and he immediately asked his server. He was like, "It's our first non baby outing. Do you want to see a picture of her?" Oh. And the mom was like, "She doesn't want to see a picture," and he was like, "She might." Oh, like, that's so sweet. Cute. And she is the most beautiful baby. Wow. That's a lot going on. A lot of babies. A lot of babies. A lot of babies. Yeah. I wow. I texted you because I was crying in a bar on Father's Day. Yes. Well, I, as I said, I think... Time honored. Time honored. And I, I'm sure there were... Appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think probably, you know, there were and tears it, probably shed. Yeah. It was dad related, by the way, everybody. It wasn't of course. me just being you know, drunk or anything. And I wasn't even. So stop <laughs> judging me. It was sober dad crying. Okay. Which is worse. It makes it worse and better. Anyways. Um, wow. Okay. Um, great. Yeah. I will say that I fucked up so much. Uh, I was with three other people who between us, we probably have almost like 40 years of service experience. Nightmare. We couldn't order. We <laughs> ended up with like four extra espresso martini. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing out there. Never been so bad at it. That is so funny. Anyways, watch out out there. 
Um, okay. <laughs> Espresso martinis are really having a moment. They are. They really are. I, I'm not complaining. I like them. No, I mean, they're good. And they do the, they do, they're a speedball, basically. So oh, yeah. we love it. Um, okay. Should we try this new... New segment. New segment. Maybe not every week, but expect expect it. Should we do it now? I think so. Okay. I feel like I talked so long. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be a, a bit of a rambler, I think. Okay. Well, you know, you guys like that, right? Question mark? Okay. So we have our first service story submission that we're going to read, which we're excited about. So this story is from NDA Sally. Mm-hmm. Thank you, NDA Sally. Um... And it happened, like it happened around last year in Chi-Town. That's what they call Chicago, right? Yeah. Nobody says that. Okay. No, some people do. Mm, Okay. All right. So here's the story. Um, It happened to me. I worked at a restaurant that was called out in June, July of 2020 for racism, sexism, abuse of staff, you know the drill. It closed shortly thereafter. I worked in the hidden speakeasy part of the restaurant. Always a red flag, by the way, everybody. Don't do that. Um... As a cocktail waitress and was often told by management that I needed to look better, i.e. wear more makeup, be more fuckable, you get the gist. I ended up quitting after getting screamed at, literally his voice was breaking, God, by the owner for two hours for asking if I could swap shifts with someone the next day. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Little did he and management know, though, that I was indeed fuckable. (laughs) I slept with not one, but two coworkers, both FOH, alas. In the basement, okay, um, in the basement storage closet while working there. Extremely sexy, I know. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. (laughs) But why did I mention them being called out closing? That's right. After the social media call out, my coworkers and I were galvanized to bring a lawsuit against them for wage theft, and we all won money through a settlement. I wish we'd been able to go to court and watch them squirm, but I'm not bitter about this outcome. I was able to purchase a lot of weed and also make some nice donations to community bail funds in Chicago. If you're thinking about suing your former workplace for wage theft and you've got at least five people on board, do it. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Really love that. Every turn, I loved it. Yeah, it's great. I love the... um, That you're fuckable. Good for you. Good for you. And FOH on FOH. Great. Oh, yeah. I mean, as it should be, as the Lord intended, honestly. (laughs) I love it. Um, Two two people who know how to conduct a conversation is all I'm hearing. I mean, it makes getting to the the act a lot easier. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. You can both charm your way into it. You don't have to fucking figure out how to talk to, you know, a line cook. Yeah. (laughs) You draw them out. (laughs) I hate drawing men out. (laughs) Oh, Tom Waits. No, I love accordions. He's so interesting. (laughs) Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what i imagine men want to talk about no it really you're not wrong um okay so let's get it to do our actual episode okay let's segue here um we've wasted enough of your time we truly have so we are covering um owen higgins who is um a journalist who writes things that's true <laughs> um on his Substack, he had um which is called the flashpoint um, he had an article, the COVID housing crisis is crushing the service industry. Yes. Which makes, I mean, I had never heard it put this way, but when it's laid out, it's like, duh. yes, of course, duh. Yes. No, exactly. I think that's what I sent this to Lynn, um, this past week. And I was, it's just truly something that you're like, oh shit, duh. Yeah. I think that in New York, you can kind of forget because 
like, um, I don't know, like how, like housing in New York is already such a, like, like everyone's just talking about it all the time, yeah. what their rent is, where they're moving, who they're living with, that you're just, you kind of forget that, like, um, that that is, a, is actually like a huge stress point. Like it's so, the conversation is so constant in New York that it's yeah. like, you forget that that is actually bad and not yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. Not a normal thing that you're always like, oh my God, like how am I going to make rent in my yeah. fucking, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so this was basically focusing on, um, which I feel like is obviously where you can see it the most, most clearly is that, um, is in tourist towns. Yeah. And we've talked about this before that it's like a, such a, a specific thing that, um, creates lots of little microcosms of weirdness. Totally. But of course now, so we know there's a labor shortage, quote unquote, um, and we know that people have been buying homes. Yeah. So the housing market, so people are buying second, third homes, you know, gobbling up any land they can, et cetera, et cetera. So what happens when <laughs> a tourist town reopens after a year, you know, being closed down, they can't find anyone to work. And even if they could, there's nowhere for them to live. There is no, so like he's focusing on this specific town, Ure. Do you think that's how it's pronounced? Sure. Ure. Ure. Anyway. Colorado, which is um, like a 30, 40 minute drive from the nearest large town, which is Montrose, which is not a large town as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. I never fucking heard of it. No. Um, And so they're like, we cannot attract this pub, which, you know, no credit to owners, but they said instead of putting up one of those dork ass signs that's like, no one wants to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get a burger because, yeah. (laughs) Um, the pub owner put up a sign that was like, we cannot staff this place because you all have bought up for second homes or for Airbnbs yep. for short-term rentals. There is not enough housing stock to have a full-time staff. And it's too far away from the nearest large town and too difficult because there's no public. It's like all of these yes. things like aligning. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, what is <laughs> me reaping no no (laughs) fuck it's like yeah it's like well okay so now you're making money from your airbnb you have a second home if you need it you're all set but now you can't go to a restaurant there is not (laughs) there is not an open restaurant there's not an open restaurant for you because and like and he was saying and i don't know what the minimum wage is in colorado but he was saying you know we pay people and they looked like decent hourly. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like front of house, like 10 to 14 back of house, like 18 to 27, yeah. like very normal wages, whether you think that's enough right, or not, right, blah, right. Blah, who cares? Um, but it's, that is not enough to compete with the fact. And that is like exactly your point. Like rich people are so sick. Yeah. That it's like they can't even understand. They don't understand like the concept of like an ecosystem. Right. No, no, no. No, it doesn't exist. It's all virus. So this is literally like exotic invasive fucking kudzu vines. <laughs> yes. Coming up in here. You're like the the evil carps that live in the Mississippi. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, it is. And on the one hand, I find it. I don't. I don't like it. Obviously, it's fucking horrible. But sometimes I am like, and not that this will ever make a difference to wealthy people because they don't care and nothing's, nothing they do is wrong because they're constantly doing evil, putting evil out. But sometimes I am like, what if, what if this is 
enough for them to make them upset. Because they're going to make themselves miserable. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, is this a sidestep to a consequence for you? Probably not. You'll Probably figure not. a way to make yourself comfortable. Probably. It's going to be like Singapore. They're going to build a bunch of fucking dorms <sighs> and let everyone rot. Uh, I know. <laughs> Sundance. Fuck. Fuck. Um, it's all going to be just like Olympic towns, basically. Yeah. For sure. Fuck, man. All right. I knew there was a way I could make it sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then... Um, but also on top of that, so as I mentioned for 17 minutes, I was on the Cape and I spoke to a bartender. I was like, hey, how are things going? Like, you guys getting busy? And he was like, we don't have any support staff. And yeah. I said, oh, shit, because, and I was like, is it because of the visas? Yeah. He was like, yeah. He was like, we don't have bouncers. We don't have busters. We don't have security. We don't have anything. He was like, there's a huge fight. No, it was, it's just like, it's chaos yeah because nobody can like the cape especially those those places that are like you make so much money well so much money in the summer people go home yes and that's what you live on for the year yeah but nobody the there's no visas the immigration stuff's all fucked up too so it's like nobody's here yeah. and on top of that there's a there's nobody's work you know what i yeah. mean so it's like really fucked yeah really fucked it's also like i mean service itself is like is such a delicate balance of yes. like you need bouncers because people want to get really fucked up. They're going to get into fights. And it's like, and then the bartender depends on the bouncer. Yep. Like, that's why you tip that person out because otherwise you're going to lose money because there's going to be a fight and then everyone, everyone leaves. But it's also, it's night. summer. So it's summer where everyone knows things get way crazier. Yeah. Post, whatever you want to say, it's not really post COVID, but let's say for the sake of argument, spiritually, it's post, spiritually yeah, it's post pandemic. People are already fucking crazy it's like such a recipe for disaster what oh, the yeah. fuck's gonna happen it's crazy and i think like it just it just goes to show too like it's just it's all about like the give and take and like also like so many bars and restaurants like depend on each other mm -hmm. not just for like income but like just it's like that's what a community you know whatever that is kind of sad in this country that our communities are our workplaces and blah blah whatever but the, it's like it, it the the waves that it sends through when mm -hmm. like one place can't keep a staff yep. is huge and the consequence is huge because if you like it just if people can't live yeah. In the place people deserve to be to live in the places that they work. Of course. Of course. <sighs> and, no. sa and safely. I mean, like, to your point about, like, no support, it's like, right. and no, no, hey, no crime wave. But, like, <laughs> no, it's more just like, we all have to reckon. We've said this a million times. Like, I haven't fully reckoned with it. You, we, nobody's really able to know exactly what has transpired in our own minds and bodies no. just yet no so it's like these things leak out and they leak out in oh yeah fucking weird ass ways oh, yeah. like falling down two flights of stairs like falling down two flights of stairs so it's like i mean it's all so i mean everything's always so intertwined but it is fascinating to see these little these dominoes yeah and this and this and this and this and this and and it's so clear yeah, too. It's not yes. even a tough the concept to yeah. to see, you know. I will say also like 
I think that I get really um, annoyed with like a lot of like Yimby people who are like, mm. we're building affordable housing. Like this is a perfect example, perfect distillation of like, we don't lack for housing in this country. Yeah. That in, and even in New York, we don't lack for right. fucking space. We don't lack for homes, for nope. apartments. It's like, that is not the problem. And the solution isn't building more nope. housing. No. Nope. It's literally saying to rich people, you don't get to have everything. Yeah. You don't get to own everything. Yep. And. No, 100%. I mean, uh, as you know, everyone said during COVID, I mean, there are entire buildings, luxury buildings that have been empty for years. No one's living there. Somebody has it on. Someone has saved like a fucking orange cone for your fucking parking spot, but in a fucking building. Say, I don't want to live here right now, but this is mine. This is mine. Or. This is mine because of money laundering. Yes, exactly. You know? I mean, it's yes, not even just. No, no, no. I, I mean, mostly that. Yeah. It's a scam. Yeah, it's, the whole it, thing. It's a hundred percent a scam, yeah. and it's like it's so ridiculous that like there is like such a human cost to to those mm-hmm. that fucking level of speculation, and also that it does have a consequence for rich people. It's like this is making your life markedly worse because you can't go out and get a beer past eight p.m. Right. Nobody. I mean, honestly. And this is not the fault of anybody who's who are the workers, but I've been out a few times now, and I'm like, every time it fucking sucks. Yeah. And there's we all know why it fucking sucks, and I'm never mad at the people working, but I'm just like, this blows. No, yeah. This is not enjoyable anymore. Mm-mm. Or at least right now, it's not. I'm like, it's fucked up. It's, it's so fucked up out there. It's really everyone's crazy. so stressed out. Yeah, and. And then also, like, in this article, he linked through to this, like, Bloomberg article about housing and owning and renting and da-da-da-da-da. And um, the, like, lead of the article is like, well, it, it, we're not in a housing bubble. It's like, um, what? Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, the point is that the the whole economy is a bubble now. Sure. Whereas like maybe in 2008, there was like a little more, it was a little more grounded in reality. So the housing bubble was the Uh speculative part. But I was like, how could this not be a bubble? Right. When all, everything is bubble now. Uh, Bubble. (laughs) It's It's a bubble. bubble. (laughs) It's bubble. I don't understand. It's like every week you can read like a truly long form piece about how like, the economy is so fake. Crypto so fake. There's a deli in New Jersey valued at, you know, a hundred oh million God. dollars. Like, da 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 And then you're like, yeah, but there's no housing bubble. Like, what are you fucking thinking? No. No. It's too much. It's not, we're not supposed to be here. We're not. <laughs> we're really not supposed to be here. I mean, also too, I feel like. I'm supposed to be in County Cork. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know where I'm supposed to be, but it's not here. Um, I think too, like, I mean, this is going to be interesting to see because we all know owners have made all these pivots, right, to their business model. And I think a lot of people are pivoting. A lot of people are like expecting to have people clamoring for jobs. Yes. So they're saying we're expanding to this. We're doing this. We need to make up all this money. And now that's not happening. And it's like going to be really interesting to see. Oh, yeah. For what's sure. What's going on out there. Like, I mean, are the grocery stores closing down? It's. Oh, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. I yeah. mean, I think that. Are people, 
are people going out, like, are places, like, popping off in New York City? The way, I mean, like, are places, like, go, like, is it nuts out there? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like. Are places packed? Is there, are there weights? Like, anyone, can anyone let me know? I mean, for me, I'm, I, I've never been, like, wanting to go to the, to the, the crowded spot, the the bumping spot. No, no, I do think so because I work right by Vanderbilt, which has like an open streets on the weekend, and that gets packed, rowdy. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It might be one of those things where, like, you know, there's a sweet spot where you're like so busy, but like the stress is not too much, but you yeah. make a lot of money. But if you like make more money, but the stress outweighs. Yeah. Like I'm wondering if people are like making decent money, but they're like so beyond stressed out. Yeah. You need the like perfect tension. Yes. It's delicate. It's delicate. It's delicate. Oh man. It's so fucked. It's also like, I truly wonder like with this too, like, the tension of like our owners going like whose side are the owners going to like end up on? Because at some point it's like, you can demonize workers so much and blame unemployment so much. But at the end of the day, like you do depend on workers for your business to stay open. At some point you're presumably going to want to hire people. Yeah. Like are, is there going to be a turn to where like, you know, these so-called like middle-class small business owners are they ever is there ever going to be like some sort of reckoning Mm. with the fact that like the truly wealthy are fucking them yeah yeah i don't think so (laughs) um i also this woman on um this woman on twitter who's whatever she posted she's like a she's a folklorist and she posted um a passage about um, the labor, basically the labor shortage after the Black Death. I know it's like, oh, people compare the two a lot, but it was interesting because it was more like, um, which I have not really heard this side of it, which was it's tough to get people, I'm paraphrasing obviously, to go back to work when they've been living around death Yeah. so much because all people want to do after they've been under that constant stress and death and family and all that, they want to eat and drink and be with each other and like truly like it really is like not to be this but like living in the moment because you've been surrounded by fear and all of that so it's like the same sort of thing where it's like we've talked about why people aren't going back yada yada but that's such another side of it that i think is so interesting because people are like i just need a fucking second to like you know (laughs) it's like jumping back into that too you know yeah absolutely and i think you know, not to unnecessarily link it back to this piece, but it's also that, that it's like, it's not just jumping back into work. It's like to go through every horrible, uncomfortable machination of work, including like a dumb commute is like, no, are you fucking kidding me? Life's too short. I'm not going to go to Harlem just because I might make $1,200 a week. No, thank you. No, I'm not spending an hour on the one train. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, well, this this summer, especially with the tourist spots, like it'll be. Uh, yeah. It'll be weird. We'll see it'll what happens. Be weird. I am. Yeah, this summer is gonna be. 
We all thought, we all thought, I mean, at least you and I thought, hey, this summer's going to be the greatest. Yes. Turns out last summer, strangely, was in fact the greatest. I mean, but I I was having a great time last summer. That's what I'm saying. Not that I was like, but I mean, like, I feel like I was aware of the joy of last summer. Well, I'm not saying, LOL, last summer was carefree. Obviously, it was insanely fucked and crazy. I'm just, to what, to that, like truly eating drinking being with friends yes exactly in that way that's what i mean like it's like no exactly that there's some part of our brain that we were able to shut off yes that is never before and will never be shut off again yeah yeah and now i'm like oh fuck like this summer i was like we're gonna fucking we're gonna it's gonna be crazy and now i'm like no no i don't know maybe for maybe you guys are having a great time i don't know is anyone (laughs) Is anyone? I don't know. I don't mean to be so pessimistic. I obviously have had moments of joy and, you know, I got to hug my dad and all that. But I'm like, it's not what I thought. It w- I didn't tear up. It's not what I thought it would be. There's not these, like, I don't feel reunited with anything I lost. I don't feel this surge of, like, change in that way. Like, I'm not, like, every time I sit down, I'm like, it's a miracle. I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Right? I thought I would have these cascading emotions yeah. i do but not for what i thought i would yeah right i mean i definitely thought there was going to be more catharsis yes i thought people were going to be like it's incredible to see you yes and i guess no one really feels that way i feel that way thank you <laughs> i feel that way maybe when i tell them i'm a two-time stairwell uh, survivor they'll be a little more <laughs> happy to see me yeah yeah frail old woman who tumbles yeah. down you should tell them that. Yeah. That will, that's a conversation starter <laughs> for sure. Oh my Get that God. guy who ditched your conversation. I'll be like, wait, come back. Mm-hmm. I have something new to tell you. Hey. <laughs> oh, you saw a guy you fucked? Here's, here's something that's going to fuck your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've just been talking way too much on this podcast. It's because I don't have a, it's because, well, I know that's all we do. It's because I don't have service stories anymore. So I'm just like, let me tell you guys, like, what's up? It's like, that's enough. No. You don't think so? I don't think so. Listeners, don't tell me if you think so, okay? But I know it. I can feel it. I'm cutting back. This woman. It's like Kelly and I haven't seen each other for the week. So this is our catch up in in front of your very ears. Yes, it's true. And I, and because I also have to get out soon oh yeah sorry no no no. i'm not no go ahead walk away from this conversation (laughs) kelly is it boring you am i boring you that's interesting okay um okay do we have any new patrons i think we do i think we have we have we have lucy lucy so cute welcome great name thank you so much welcome to the fold and then we have jillian Jillian. Jillian, please don't do that. I know. You're crazy. But thank you so much. We love, you know, you know that. Um, I think that is it for new patrons. I think that's everybody. We thank you all. The Um, gang's all here. The gang is all here. And um, we'll have some new stuff coming for you. Soon. Fuck. We do need to do that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of every month, we're always like, wait wait, a second. So stupid. We'll get our act together one of these days, everybody. But until then, we hope you have a good week. Love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye.